here is uh, SBS Radio Hong program, and today we have uh, Dr. Uh, Kieran Sims uh, from the James Cook University. Uh, he, he is a lecturer and he teaches, and uh, he did uh, some research uh, in regard to the equitable developments and geopolitical in uh, uh, Southeast Asia region, especially Mekong region, um, in regard to the development. So James Cook University has a media release saying uh, that you also give a warning uh, towards uh, AIDS workers who would like to work in Laos in, in terms of uh, their safety. Could you take us uh, through that? The media release from the university, from James Cook University, uh, follows uh, a paper that I published uh, in a journal uh, called uh, Development Policy Review. Uh, and that paper looks at uh, the disappearance, the December 2012 disappearance of Sombat Sompong. Uh, what I talk about in that article is, or try to understand, is what happened um, to Mr Sombat Sompong. Uh, why was he the victim of an enforced disappearance? Uh, and what does the circumstances around his disappearance tell us about working in countries with a constrained or oppressive um, political regime? So uh, according to your paper, uh, what, what, what is the result? Uh, uh, how do you uh, conclude that? Yeah, sure. Thanks. So the reason that I look at Mr. Sombat Sompon's case is because it's quite unique. Um, as you would know, it's not. Um, sadly, it's not been uncommon within uh, Southeast Asia for activists to be uh, the victim of enforced disappearance or of arbitrary detention uh, or, in some cases, of assassination. Uh, or other forms of human rights abuses uh, by the state or by the government. Uh, but what makes Sombat Sompon's case so important uh, is that he wasn't an activist. Hmm. He was a community development worker, and he spent his entire uh, working life working uh, productively with the Lao government to try to find ways to work together to bring improvements to community livelihoods and community well-being. Mm -hmm. so, no, so his case is important because we're not looking at somebody who was actively trying to contest or oppose the government. We're looking at somebody who wanted to work in cooperation with the government to bring about positive social changes. Um, but still he was abducted. So we need to ask... How did that happen? Uh, and that's what my research tries to understand. And one of the, the key points that it makes is to say there is different levels of risk for international workers and for local or domestic workers. And if you are an international worker working in a country like Laos, you need to be careful and think about um, how you might be putting at risk local workers. You know, it's important that we push for or try to encourage um, change and encourage more political freedom and more respect for human rights. Um, but how do we do that carefully so that that is achieved and so that we don't see these kind of tragic acts like the enforced disappearance of Songbat Songpong? 
It is very uh, interesting aspects as well because, um, as you mentioned, he worked collaboratively, effectively with the Sri Lanka government uh, official, um, and he still disappears. So that's very intriguing questions. Um, though uh, the Lanka government said that that probably a personal matter, or uh, it doesn't has uh, any knowledge of or about it, and it's. Uh, is trying its best to uh, figure out or uh, investigate what what's going on, but it has been uh, the last eight years already, and um, either his wife or Human Rights Watch or the um, UN Human Rights Council they also uh, say that Laos is a peaceful country, uh, especially uh, reports from the UN uh, Human Rights Council. Uh, they give the green lights to Lao governments, as it also always claims that it's a peaceful country, uh, unity, and uh, everyone's equal under the law under its uh, new constitution. Uh, how how do you uh, see that? So I think some parts of that are true. I think uh, Laos is a very um, peaceful country um, with a very beautiful culture, and I think it's a very uh, politically stable country. Uh, but I think alongside that, it's a country with very little tolerance for any conversation around things that the government deems as sensitive. Uh, and I think it's a country where uh, people do still continue to face uh human rights abuses by the state. Uh, and you, you raise some important points about Sombat's disappearance and the, the s- suggestions that it was a personal matter, that the government wasn't involved or that it's trying to do everything it can to find uh, what happened to Mr Sombat. And I think that the evidence proves that that is incorrect. So Sombat Sompon was... Uh, his invo- enforced disappearance occurred at a police checkpoint in Vientiane in the presence of the police. This was all recorded on CCTV video footage, uh, so there's no denial of what occurred. He was escorted from his vehicle at a police checkpoint. He was placed uh, into another vehicle which was driven away, uh, and his vehicle was driven away by somebody else. And this all occurred... um, in front of and in the presence of the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, international, other countries internationally have offered support to the Lao government to help with the investigation, and that support has been declined. Uh, there were reports that the Lao government pressured um, civil society organisations at the ASEAN People's Forum not to discuss uh, Sombat's case. There's been... Uh, no reporting of Sombat's disappearance within Vientiane Times or other media um, um, media sources within Laos. There's been a, a silence on discussion of his disappearance. So the evidence makes it very difficult to believe the suggestion that the government had no involvement in Sombat Sompon's disappearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of, of course we know um, that his disappearance followed... The 2012 um, Asia-Europe meeting and the Asia-Europe People's Forum, in which uh, members of the Lao community spoke of the negative effects of foreign investment and uh, government land concessions and people being pushed off of their land to make way for this investment. 
uh, and Sombat Sompon was one of the co-chairs of this uh, event. And so the common um, view is that his abduction was linked to his role in this uh, event. Uh-huh. Is there any evidence, uh, concrete evidence to prove or to say so? As I say, I, I think that the evidence is quite convincing in terms of the CCTV video footage of his disappearance and also if you examine the government's response following his disappearance and their lack of effort to investigate and their continued efforts to silence any conversation about his disappearance. Um, however, of course, it's impossible to say with certainty um, where Mr. Sombat Sompon is um, until um, and if he was to return. It is quite interesting. Uh, you also said that um, not that he is uh, uh, threatened uh, to the uh, Lao official uh, governments or officials, uh, but uh, because of his respected figures and what he's doing or his action that might uh, feel threatened to the regime. Um, uh, why is that so? Yeah, okay, that's an important question. So there is a view, and I I think that it's po- quite probably correct, that Sompat Sompon wasn't abducted because of his actions. We know that he had a long um, history of working with um, Lao government, that he had close colleagues within Lao government, uh, and that he was an internationally esteemed um, community development worker. So he was something that the Lao country could be very proud of. Uh, his actions, even at the Asia Europe People's Forum, were not hugely different um, or significantly different to his work in the past. So there is a suggestion that Sombat was abducted precisely because he was such a well-recognised and well-respected figure and that this would send a very powerful message to other Lao development workers to say, uh, if Sombat Sompon can be abducted, then anybody can be abducted. And we know this wasn't the first enforced disappearance in Laos. Um, Sompon Kantisuk uh, was also abducted in 2007 in Luang Nam Ta province, uh, and there have been other reports of disappearances uh, within Lao, uh, and there was also, of course, the 2019 disappearance of um, Odsayavong in Bangkok, which we still don't know uh, where his whereabouts is either. But uh, the Lao governments might see this incident as a minority incident. Uh, the development of Laos might be outweighed the benefit of, of the fields who oppose it. Uh, how, how do you take that? Yeah, I mean, there are different views and different arguments to be made. Uh, that my view would be that um, the development of Laos, that a crucial and critical part of that development is people having the ability to speak freely about the things that they believe in. Um, I would also say that Laos' very strong economic growth has had negative consequences on many people's lives uh, and on negative um, consequences for the environment in many cases. So development everywhere, not just Laos, comes with costs. 
Um, there are costs and benefits to rapid economic growth and modernisation. Um, and we have to make decisions about what we consider to be acceptable and unacceptable costs. In my view, uh, any acts of dis enforced disappearance are an intolerable and unacceptable cost. Uh, in Sombat Sompon's case, it's, in my view, even more sad and tragic because this was a man who had devoted his career to working towards community development and had had much success in his work as well. So that would be my response to that question. But uh, Lao government also wants to graduate from least developed countries by uh, 2024 as well. So this will benefit Lao uh, eventually or will either create more uh, disparity or challenges? Yeah, so that too is a very interesting uh, and also a rather complicated question. Uh, so in order to graduate from least developed country status, there are certain criteria that Laos has to meet. Right? We shouldn't simply assume that graduating from least developed country status means that people's lives across Laos have significantly improved. All it means is that certain criteria have been met. Uh, and there have been a number of cases where countries have graduated from least developed country status and experienced costs as a consequence. Just recently, I was uh, listening to a speaker um, at a conference from Fiji who was saying, who was discussing that least developed country graduation would not bring any benefits at all. In fact, it would bring many new challenges because being a least developed country entitles you to certain benefits in terms of trade arrangements, in terms of access to um, international aid and support and so on. So when Laos graduates from least developed country status, it will lose a number of these privileges. Some may argue that uh, what you are warning to the AIDS worker, international AIDS worker who is working, uh, currently working in Laos, might be just an incident and most of them are work uh, happily with the Lao government uh, even including uh, and Austrian NGOs who are working at the moment so how, how would you uh, respond to that? I think it would be very unlikely uh, and I think it would be unprecedented for an international aid worker to be the victim of an enforced disappearance in Laos um, uh, or to be uh, arrested or otherwise. I'm not aware of this happening in the past. Uh, so what I argue in the article uh, that uh, this press release was linked to was that there are very different risks for local and international workers. And I think the risks are much higher for local workers. So one of the points that I wanted to make was to say that if you are an international worker, you need to think about not just your own safety and well-being, but the safety and well-being of those that you are working with and the ways in which your actions might have effects for local workers as well. Um, so was Sombat Sompon's case an individual incident? No, I don't think it was. It wasn't the only act of enforced disappearance that has occurred uh, in Laos uh, or within mainland Southeast Asia. There has been a number of these enforced disappearances uh, and an argument could be made that this is a deliberate um, strategy, a deliberate means of governance to maintain um, 
silence on politically sensitive issues. International aid workers and development workers often have more freedom to speak openly than local domestic workers do. Uh, and that that's, is, continues until today. Um, so I would say the risks for international workers are very different to the risks for local workers. Uh, I think most um, international workers can go and work very happily within Laos. I think they can have good um, relationships with members of the Lao government. The Lao government is not one single thing, right? It's made up of lots of different people and lots of different parts who have different ideas and different values about development. And um, it's quite possible, um, and I wouldn't discourage people from going to work in Laos to try and bring about some sort of positive social or environmental changes. I would just, my paper just argues that they need to be aware of the political context that they're working in and they need to think carefully and reflexively about their actions and how they will affect not only their own safety but the safety of others. Mm -hmm. Do you have any latest updates you want to uh, tell us? No, sadly I don't. Um, It's been a number of years now since Sombat was abducted in December 2012. Uh, and um, there has been very little, as you pointed out, to no progress on um, finding out his, what happened with his disappearance. So uh, I don't, unfortunately, have any updates to provide. Before we go, do you have any final words uh, in regard to working in Laos? Only to say that I think Laos is a really wonderful country in, in many ways, and I don't want um, my research into Sombat Sompon's disappearance uh, and political oppression and human rights abuses to paint a negative picture of the country as a whole. Um, it's it's a wonderful place, uh, a fascinating place to do research, a place uh, in need of, of development uh, and a place that I very much enjoy visiting. So um, I think I just want to remind everybody that lots of countries have problems. This is a really big problem for Laos. Um, but it's not to say anything negative about the country as a whole. Thank you so much for your insights uh, shared with the SBS Radio Hmong program. Dr. Kieran Sims from uh, James Cook University. Thank you very much. Thank you.